today, CNN cancels everyone's favorite potato head. A former CIA director says Republicans are dangerous and a CPS worker is caught promoting child prostitution. We've got all of that and more coming up and it all starts right now. Well, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Welcome to the news and why it matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, and I just want to. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. We have Stu Bergier here, host of Stu Does America. I'm. I know. I'm sorry, Stu. Jakub uh, Uyens, Blaze TV contributor and host of The Bottom Line. Um, <laughs> you're crying too. Yep. Very sad. I don't cry over men. Otherwise, I would. But yeah, <laughs> Stu does. <Brian laughs> I do. Stelter is. Gone. Uh, He's no longer with us. Or well, at least at CNN. Yeah. <laughs> Unless there's new breaking news I didn't hear about. Yeah. He's just not at CNN anymore. Uh, he is leaving CNN. The world's smallest violin is playing right now. They are canceling reliable sources. I can't imagine why. It's almost like the show wasn't reliable at all. Uh, but uh, in a statement to NPR, Stelter said he's grateful for the show and his team's examination of the media truth. <laughs> the media truth and the stories that shape our world. Uh, it was a rare pr privilege to lead a weekly show focused on the press at a time when it has never been more consequential. And uh, look, I... I got to tell you, it, I did not see it coming in 2022. We yeah. would have Chris Cuomo gone, mm. Brian Stelter now gone. Mm. Imagine, if you will, a world where also Don Lamont is gone. Don Lamont. Mm. Would that just be, how about just CNN is gone? Imagine <laughs> a world in which CNN just no longer exists, mm. goes the route of CNN Plus, which, you know. God rest their soul. God rest. I mean, he, he, the the sad thing here for Brian is that this is the second time in like two months he had a show canceled. Remember, he had a show on CNN Plus too. <laughs> yes. So oh, no. that's right. <laughs> this has been a rough go for Brian, and it it reminded me, Sarah, yes. getting in the little time machine and going back about four years, and one day our own Glenn mm. Beck decided to go on Brian Stelter's show and talk about something. I don't know. It was like. Something totally unrelated mm -hmm. to uh, the blaze, mm -hmm. and uh, Brian decided to change the interview into a uh, sort of a sandbag about how uh -huh. uh, how bad the blaze was doing, and how Glenn was struggling, and how his company was falling apart. And we go forward a few years after that, mm -hmm. and what do we see with the blaze thriving as a uh, one of the biggest conservative media corporations in the world? And uh, Brian Stelter has been canceled twice in several weeks. Uh, it is there's a little bit of me that feels like that is a justified end to the story. We're still here, mm -hmm. baby. We're still kicking. <laughs> That's and right. You, not so much. I can't imagine. You know, they lost that airport contract, CNN. And that was big. That's where all, every, That's the only place anyone would ever watch that CNN. Was big. That was big. <laughs> and it turned you. out no one else was watching CNN except no. for at the airport, exactly. where they were forced to. Yes. Yes. I, yeah. Look. I think there actually is a place for a show that looks at the media 
but does it honestly. That doesn't look at the media and say, hey, everything that people on the right do is wrong and everything that people on the left do is right. It would be interesting. You know, a great example of it would be an entire segment. Maybe we'll see it this weekend on his last show. He does have one more show left this, uh, on Sunday. Oh, So I can't I wait can't to watch wait. that. But like, I would love to see an examination, for example, of how the media completely ignored the fact that the Inflation Reduction Act does not reduce inflation until after the bill was passed. Mm-hmm. How about an examination of something like that? There is some stuff that we could have out of a show like Reliable Sources if it lived up to its name, but uh, you know it rarely did. Mm. Yeah, but rarely who, do you, who do you trust to host that show? Nobody on the left is going to host that show no. because they'd have to look at themselves. Yeah. They'd have to yeah. be a little bit of accountability. Uh, he Well, I did, as some viewers pointed out to me when I tweeted out that it appears maybe Brian Stelter wasn't so reliable after all. They said, well, he was like reliably uh, unreliable. Yeah. (laughs) I will say especially in the Trump era. You know, it's interesting. I think the Trump, there's always been left-wing journalists. I don't think Brian was ever a conservative by any means. But I do think that Trump broke a lot of the media where they just gave up and stopped trying to be, you know, because you can go back, you know, Brian Stelter's been around this business for a long time. He was working almost like on his own like home blog, uh, and he, it turned into I think it was TV Newser at the time. I think he was at maybe Media. I don't remember some of these like internal cable yeah. news things. He reviewed Glenn's very first episode on the air when he was on CNN Headline News. I remember reading the review, which was not. Positive, but not entirely <laughs> negative. Brian has written stories about Glenn that were legitimately fair, like and actually pretty good. Wow. So he was not always like this, but in the Trump era, you saw this all over yep. CNN. I yep. mean, it really broke people that may have leaned left, but were occasionally fair and, and tried to do journalism and turned them into just anti-Trump resistance forces. And like, look, we, we are seeing this now. It just doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. work for anybody. Well, you don't get ratings doing it. It's yeah. just not a good idea. Well, what did, sorry, go ahead. No, well, I want to, so I, I want to hear from you, but let me throw in this other story as well, because I think it very nicely ties along with it. Uh, former CIA director, uh, Michael Hayden, this was between 2006 and 2009, I believe that he was the, uh, the CIA director. He tweeted, he quote tweeted, agreed with a tweet from a British journalist that uh, Republicans are more nihilistic and dangerous than extremist groups and dictators around the world. The uh, the journalist, Edward Luce, said, I've covered extremism and violent ideologies around the world over my career, have never come across a political force more nihilistic, dangerous, and contemptible than today's Republicans. Nothing close. And so uh, General, General Michael Hayden quote tweeted it and said, I agree. And I was the CIA director, which should come as no surprise to anyone that uh, all of the alphabet agencies in the government are being becoming politically weaponized but because they all hate That's you. fascinating. Yeah. 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 So, Yaku, I want you to please uh, uh, speak on this. Yeah. I'd say, you know, when they say conservatives are, are dangerous, dangerous to what? Dangerous Democracy. To no, no, no. They society. won't say no. It's, it's actually, in fact, dangerous to. They'll say that, Sarah. Right. But what they really mean is it's dangerous to their agenda. Of course. And we are very dangerous to your agenda. We are very dangerous to defend and protect a nation against those who want to break it down. So from that perspective, yes, the same saying we say, hey, watch out for the for the good armed citizen not to wake up one day because you might have a problem. But to Stu's point. I think you say they, they broke. I think the guys like Brian Stelter and Cuomo, 
those little minions that have always been there, that has had some freedom to kind of sometimes do the right thing or not so much. Trump went and unmasked leadership and he unmasked and a pressure came and the pressure was to the top of these organizations, to the Viacoms and these guys, and they started pressing down. And I think these guys in the Trump era got pressed hard and they got unmasked and then the true, the true self just came out and that's what happened. I think they, they saw an incredible amount of pressure. I think it was hell on earth to have a show at CNN with what you had to feel from the top every day, not to give Brian a pass, but it's just, it just got pressed down. And, and I think it is an unmasking that happened. They've always been there. It's always been that. But they've been able to kind of fleece us a little bit. And Trump just, when you say broke them, yeah. And the mask just came off. And they just said, well, ta-da. Yeah. yeah. Here we them, are. Yeah, it gave them, Trump gave them an excuse to drop the, the mask. The and, say, yeah. and say, look, yeah. you know, this is too, the, the attitude was, this is too serious. Look, normally we can play these journalistic games, but this is too serious. Yeah. He's too dire a threat. And so they just gave up trying, which I think, you know, showed who they really were. The Hayden thing is really unbelievable, though. I mean, you have, how many genocides have we seen? I mean, we, yeah, have, um, we have a million people in prison camps in China right now, mm -hmm. and the U.S. Republican Party is the thing you're worried about. The 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 the, the, the situation in Venezuela. They've they've driven an entire civilization to eat dogs <laughs> because of the way they've handled the, the society. But see, those civilizations don't threaten their agenda. Yeah, they don't touch their agenda at home. We do. We are going to fortify. I guess that's, we, the, what, what that's the line what it is. is. Yeah. That's the line. Fascinating. It, well, it is really fascinating. I, I find his word choice to be fascinating as well. You know, he said nihilistic and uh, dangerous. But I'm thinking to myself, I, you know, not to do any whataboutism, but it's like if you wanted to uh, put any half the country uh, as the nihilistic members of society, wouldn't you consider the ones who are trying to, you know, cut off uh, young people's genitals and get them to, you know, to kill babies in the womb and trans them to death and, you know, trying to normalize pedophilia and change it to minor attracted persons to create empathy with like, this is what their entire party is doing. <laughs> Doesn't seem like you should be calling the other side the nihilist. It just, I don't know. It just seems weird. Yeah, and look, it's all really bad. And we talk about this stuff all the time. The stuff that the left does in this country is terrible. But, like, the Chinese government yeah. is literally in the middle of imprisoning people. They released a pandemic on the, on the world. Uh, you know, we've got a, a war going on in Russia where hundreds of thousands of people are dying in Ukraine and Russia back and forth. You've got societies all throughout Africa with dictators murdering their own citizens. Like, to compare anybody in this country to that stuff is, like, so ridiculous. And to come from a guy who was a director of the CIA? <laughs> what kind of perspective? I mean, this is how a lot of this stuff happens. You know, people on the, you know, the left don't understand. Like, why were you getting so fired up? All they did was search Mar-a-Lago. So this is the FBI doing their job. Well, they look at this stuff, mm -hmm. and they say, how, of course I don't trust them. They're trying to do something bad because every time they reveal themselves, they reveal themselves as bitter partisans with no perspective and, do, and treating us conservatives as a mortal enemy. Mm -hmm. And when someone treats you as a mortal enemy, what are you going to do? You're going to sit there and say, oh, well, I trust their instincts here. Their, their, their intentions are probably fine. That's why, look, it's, it's by, by self-admission, it's by a CIA director is why the CIA is in the shape that it's in. Mm. 
and why it is so corrupt and why the FBI is in the shape that it's in. And, and so, but again, I'm going to say, the, the party that talks about compassion and caring for people really do not give a flying rip about genocide in South Sudan right now. Mm -hmm. And Muslims killing Christians by the hundreds of thousands in South Sudan. Or farmers in South Africa, story you and Glenn covered, thank you, being killed. Or China imprisoning people. Or for, they do not care. They care about their agenda indoctrinating this country, stealing this country blind and any weapon against that issue. They take big precedent with, and they will call you the worst thing under the sun. Meanwhile, they're the ones committing the crime. Yeah. They're the ones going outside of the law. Mm -hmm. They're the ones coloring outside the lines, not applying the law. They're the ones decriminalizing the most abominable acts in our country, such as murder and rape of children and theft and an open border. Yeah, right? look, look to our South. It's a great point. And yeah. we, you have Mexico, Central America, societies being run by cartels, that, that are uh, vilifying and destroying their own uh, civilizations. They are murdering their opponents. They're murdering politicians who try to stop them. They're trafficking women and children, not only across the border, but into sexual slavery and all the rest. And the re U.S. Republican Party is the most dangerous right. thing he's ever thought of. I mean, that is, it's a, I mean, an utterly despicable thing to say yes. from someone from Media Matters or the Huffington Post, let alone a guy who actually ran the CIA. It's, it's an unbelievable yeah. moment in history. Yeah. Uh, by the way, just to add, we're talking about the CIA, um, and you know, you mentioned the uh, the FBI. Let's talk about the IRS really quickly before we have to go mm -hmm. to break. Uh, apparently, the the 2021 IRS annual report. Uh, this is all publicly available for you guys. It shows agents at the National Criminal Investigation Training Academy in Georgia participating in firearms training and tactical raids. Um, so uh, you can see right there, that's, that's just, some, the IRS. just some friendly IRS agents here to help uh, conducting uh, armed raids on suburban homes. But don't worry. They're just going after the big guys. They wouldn't possibly do it to you. I mean... When can you guys think of in history where we've actually seen that the IRS has been politically targeting no. anyone? No, they're being, they're, they're being that wouldn't happen. Sarah. No, the and especially counters. not if there was a, a, a leftist, a Democrat in office as president. That definitely would never happen. But don't worry, they're only coming for your for your for your tax returns. They're only coming for the paperwork. Come on, man. When have you ever? These are the bean counters of society. These are the accountants. The IRS, are, it's, it's a, it's, it is a military class. They're building a military class, the largest agency in the federal government, mind you. They're going to build a federal government agency that is 100% weaponized to now enter your home like they just entered the president's home. Knock and announce and they're in the door, but hey, where's the tax man? I can't wait. I can't wait. I've been waiting for help with my taxes for a very long time. It's very confusing. <laughs> and they say that they're just here to help. So I think they're just oh, going to. Yeah, they'll, they'll just. No, they said they'll help. answer the phone when you call. Yeah, that's the big Then they decided, <laughs> you know what, we'll just show up at your house before you call. You yeah. don't need to call. We'll you don't do need a to call. house we'll, visit. We'll just, we'll, yeah, we'll just show up call. and demand uh, that we come inside and take your things. All right. <laughs> We've got more to come. First, I want to thank our sponsor, Keeps. So listen, uh, if you're losing your hair, you're a man, you're losing your hair. I'm sure you feel self-conscious about it, but you shouldn't because it's just your genes. You can't do anything about your genes. But <laughs> just speak the truth. <laughs> 
Stu is choking. Just show Stu is choking. Yeah, you need a Heimlich. Yeah, I mean, Heimlich. The guy got fired for the second time today, and you, now you're showing him If you don't want to look loss. like Brian Stelter, <laughs> you have to call Keeps, okay? They have these FDA-approved hair treatments available online, um, but they're generic, so they're going to save you a ton of money, and they can actually stimulate hair growth. It was like 66% of men actually uh, got a, a regrowth of hair because of keeps. So you got to call them. They've got a doctor who will walk you through all of it. And you do it all in the comfort of your own home. Take a couple pictures. They're going to deliver everything to your door. It's going to save you a ton of money. Just, just, please, like, don't be like Ryan Stelter. Okay. Go to keeps.com slash Y for 50% off. That's five zero half off. It's keeps K E E P S.com slash Y. Let's talk about, we talked about it on the program yesterday. We were really, really excited. Congratulations, America. We are now spending, what, $750 billion on reducing inflation, um, which I don't think is like the way to get yourself out of inflation is to continue to spend more money that you don't have and can't back up. That's not how this works. I'm not, but I'm not an expert. Mm -hmm. I'm not an economist, so maybe I just have that, that backwards, so who knows. But uh, the Inflation Reduction Act was signed. Um, I, I want to go to first Joe Manchin, who was interviewed and uh, said that the Inflation Reduction Act that he voted for, um, which was obviously, like it's all in the name, Inflation Reduction Act, uh, won't actually immediately reduce inflation, um, which is... I feel like it's kind of, it was probably kind of the point. And as Stu, you pointed out on the previous segment, um, all of these media members, you know, journalists, none of them talked about all of this, which, I mean, we did. Uh, none, of, none of them talked about all of this, that, hey, this is a, isn't actually going to reduce inflation until after the bill was passed. But at least now we're hearing from them, and now we're hearing from people like Joe Manchin who are like, well, okay, yeah. Sure, it's not going to like immediately reduce inflation, but maybe someday, we hope, maybe, if we still have a country, I don't know, watch. When it comes to inflation, is it misleading to call this the Inflation Reduction Act for Americans when it's not going to make their grocery bill cheaper, it's not going to make everyday goods cheaper for them? Why would it? Why would it? Well, immediately it's not, but I mean, we never see anything happen immediately like today. It's turn the switch on and off. Uh, the, the reporter also asked if uh, it made sense to ask people to spend a lot of money to weatherize their home, put solar panels on it, buy an electric vehicle to then cash in on the tax credits. And he said they have 10 years. There's 10 years. It's not like it's going to be overnight. They have incentives to do that and help them. Um, so, I, look, you got 10 years to live like this, I guess. Yeah. So oh, wow. we're, in it, we're in it for the long haul now. Thanks, Joe. Um, I, I want to get your thoughts on this. You know, we talk about Joe Manchin a lot on the program in that, unfortunately, he seems to be the one person a lot of times who is in between, uh, like, basically falling off of the cliff, whether or not the country falls off the cliff or not. Mm -hmm. somehow is put in the hands of Joe Manchin. And that never really makes me feel good. Always really terrifies me. And here we are. Uh, Joe Manchin went all in on this one in particular. It'll be interesting to see how West Virginia uh, feels about that. Joe Manchin will not save you. Yeah. Joe Manchin will never save no. you. He, is, he does the same thing every single time, which is he acts tough for a while, mm -hmm. pushes back, says he's not going to do any of this crazy spending, he doesn't want any of this inflation, then he folds to the left's entire agenda mm -hmm. and then goes back to West Virginia and says, hey, remember when I was tough? 
Um, and West Virginia, for whatever reason, they they know yeah. his name in the state. Whatever reason, they voted for Donald Trump by 39 points, and they keep putting this guy back in front of us. I Zarr. beg of you, I beg of you, West Virginia, please pick somebody good. Stop putting this guy out here because he, you know, he's terrible. I mean, yes, you can give him some credit if you wish uh, to say that this wasn't a 3.5 trillion dollar bill. It's probably going to be over a trillion by the end of it, but it's you know not three. I guess that's good. Uh, you know, any any little bit helps, Yay! I suppose. Uh, but you know, there's not much to praise here, and you know he. He all reporting is that the reason this is called the Inflation Reduction Act is not Chuck Schumer, but it was Joe Manchin Mm -hmm. who wanted to act and fool the people of West Virginia again and say, no, I was addressing your big concern. Look, we passed the Inflation Reduction Act, even though everyone knew it had nothing to do with that. And like we see bills that are named flowery things mm-hmm. before if this said the 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 economic adjustment act or economic uh, you know you know uh, protection act yeah. like we all would have said all right that's a dumb name to actually target something that was has nothing to do with the bill and act like it was doing that is a, a new low for the yeah. democratic party they're trying to sell something to the american people that that is not true and i don't i hope the american people don't buy it but uh, at this point, honestly, with the way the media treated it, right. uh, maybe they will. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, they're the masters at calling something one thing, and it's not—it's not what it is. They, they really do, are. They—they they do that in the education system. They're doing that this week in Texas, in the TEKS program. We're doing a show on that tomorrow, and it's an absolute disaster. They will tell you it's a monkey and it's a rabbit. I mean, they will do whatever, and they're great. And because we've fallen for it, abortion is healthcare. And, and there's abortion is healthcare, and there's never been any consequence to them for doing it. So why would they stop? They literally would sit at a table and say, "Call it exactly what it's not." And there's this little song in Nashville that was written that says, "Tell us what we want to hear," and that's America. Mm-hmm. They will tell you what you want to hear. And literally turn around and do the exact opposite. And there's never been consequence until Trump came into the White House. And consequence came into the equation. And, and the fox is in the hen house. And everybody started scattering. And that's why we are where we are. Because somebody came and just gave people a little bit of power to hold them accountable. There's a little act in this act. And it's an act. Like it's a Hollywood act. Right. Okay? Probably appropriately named. And it actually dangles a carrot for fossil fuels. And it says, if fossil fuels can get to a zero carbon emissions, you can get some of this money. Well, ha ha, there is a new technology and it is in hydrogen and it does produce zero emissions from fossil fuels and it's circling the state. Hmm. And the oil and gas companies are lining up. And so just watch, watch, just maybe, maybe we can swing this thing a little bit on this farce so, but they do that. They'll dangle a carrot so mm-hmm. that they can say, well, we gave you an opportunity. Right. Ah, oh, sorry. You just can't quite do it. That's right. We'll take the money. Trust us. We'll appropriate it. This time, maybe we can uh, siphon some of that off for the good guys. But yeah, they're the masters at this. Well, I want to, um, <laughs> I want to play Joe Biden, who, you know, I mean, you never can be too careful when you continue to keep catching COVID, even though you've had like five (laughs) shots. Um, And uh, so he's, you know, I'm not quite sure of the science of this because he's wearing a mask and then he takes it off when he signs it and everyone's around him, but then he puts it back on when he stands up. But I did then remember it dawned on me, oh, wait, I forgot about the like the sitting clause that COVID mm-hmm. has. Yeah, that's right. That's that important. When you're sitting, because mm-hmm. remember, you go into restaurants, you got to wear the mask 
once you sit down at your table, you can take it off. COVID, COVID only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's only yep. if you're standing. It's a high disease. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So I, for, I had it's forgotten. It's like helium. It, it, it hangs around here. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. It exactly. hovers around yeah, here. Just, it hovers. And so, um, <laughs> but it was interesting to me because once I worked that part out in my head, I couldn't quite figure out the, uh, the science behind uh, Joe Biden wearing the mask and uh, removing the mask to cough and then taking uh, the pen with the hand that you just coughed on and like handing it to someone else. Watch. <laughs> he really does. I just, I don't, how, there's a lot of questions I have. Uh -huh. Number one, is he alive? Someone proved to me that he's alive I because mean, his eyes tell the story. He's juiced empty. with something. He has no idea. I'm yeah. always like, does he know where he is? No, no. Does he know what's going on? Mm -mm. Doesn't look like it in that no. video. No, he he's looks not. So, he looks like an old grandpa you would see in a nursing home. It looks like it's Legit. getting worse. I'm, and I'm not, I'm not saying this to like be funny no. or anything like that. I, I'm, I'm happy to be funny about it. But like, I'm, I don't feel like I'm exaggerating here. Look, he looks like he's. Sarah, if it looks like a duck, it's a duck. Yeah. That is, it's it is just what you see. Scary. It, it is really what you is. see, America. No, it's very scary. It's abuse. It is. Uh, and, you know, his, his COVID <sighs> practices could do leave something to be desired there Her. as well. well. While his wife has it, right? His wife. Well, he yes. doesn't remember why he's wearing the mask, guys. He thinks yeah. it's a fashion item. He yeah. doesn't even know. Look at him. His eyes are empty. The man is not there. He's not home. And he's, every, he's not in the building. And every time he wears the mask in particular, I'm like, that is not the person we want wearing a mask because he's he needs all of the oxygen <laughs> possible. <laughs> like he does not need to be breathing in carbon dioxide. He needs oh, straight up oxygen. Man. It's so bad. I'm a little concerned about this. Um, all right, we got to take a quick break. I want to thank our sponsor, Birch Gold. Uh, so we were just talking about the Inflation Reduction Act, which um, if you were just listening to the name, you'd be like, "Great, the government saved the day. We've got the Inflation Reduction Act, and inflation is going away." No, 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 no. It's not, okay, because the recession is real despite what the administration tells you. So if all your money is in the market or tied to the U.S. dollar, you're messing with fire. It's only a matter of time before you start losing money. If you haven't already, you've got to look at diversifying your savings into gold and silver. You can text the word Y to 989898. You will get a free, this is a free information kit on how to diversify and protect your savings with precious metals. I'm telling you guys, it is worth, like, just text the word why to 989898, get the information kit and let them explain how Birch Gold can help you before you let your money just waste away because of Joe Biden. It is the word why to 989898. The standoff at the border is heating up between Texas Governor Greg Abbott and the federal government. Politicians will never let a crisis go to waste. We have been invaded. The crisis is being used by Republicans as a photo op by the Democrats to expand their voting base. More than 85% of everybody reaching the border is coming in. That's the definition of an open border. Just down the road, you can get in no problem, no Humvees, no armed guards. What people don't realize is there's a way around everything. The Blaze Originals team traveled to the Texas border, ground zero of the most controversial news story of 2024. With some experts estimating over 4 million border crossings in 2023 alone, we embedded with the Take Our Border Back convoy to investigate. What if the entire narrative you thought you knew was a lie? 
Go watch the real story of Texas versus the feds and how the elites use the border crisis against us by visiting realbordercrisis.com and use code TEXAS for $30 off an annual subscription to Blaze TV. what happened at the border uh, yesterday. Federal law enforcement officials reportedly, um, well, I say reportedly, we watched it happen. They opened a gate on private property. So there's private property in Eagle Pass Mm -hmm. that Texas National Guard had locked because there were a bunch of illegal immigrants trying to come in. And here you can see uh, the federal law enforcement coming in, Border Patrol coming in, opening the locked gate to allow these illegal immigrants to now travel onto the private property uh, that I, look, I feel like maybe this is controversial, but I feel like if you own your property and you're locking the gate because you don't want strangers coming onto your private property, that probably should be respected since it's your private property. Sarah, but that's, I don't know. I wish people will listen. I wish people will just freaking listen. I'm so glad you got the chutzpah to run this. I could not believe it. Okay, but let me tell you something. I'm standing on the border. There are so many problems with this. 18 out of 18 CBP agents, not not Texas Guard or state troopers that are guarding the border. The Border Patrol literally have a slogan. They say this We are here to support the refugees. What, did you, what are you doing here, officer? We are here to support the refugees. That is their mission statement. That's what that looks like. Private property locked by Texas Guard. The feds come. They open private property. Mind you, you know, trespassing in Texas is not a felony. So you think so, but you can walk across the Rio Grande and that farmer has no recourse. On their private property, they can cut the fence, they can steal the cattle, the cattle can run across the street, get hit by a car, and the rancher is liable 100% Mm -hmm. if someone dies. Mm -hmm. There's no recourse because it's not a felony. It's a misdemeanor, which they will never prosecute for illegals that cross onto private land every single night. And if you have a fence like that farmer and you lock your fence to your private property on the Rio, the feds will come open it. Yeah. You just saw it on screen. Now, I mean, I will say... Hello, open border. What what is more open than literally (laughs) unlocking a gate and opening the freaking door? Almost like the feds open a lot of things. Uh, um, in this country. They do enjoy opening doors for people to walk through. That is true. Um, Look, I I realize that, like, Border Patrol doing this um, isn't a new thing, but... Credit to Texas, I guess. Thanks for finally doing something because Texas has now started at least trying to lock the doors. Um, it just feels like there's gonna there's a big fight brewing because the people of Texas are done with this crap, and federal law enforcement thinks that they can come in and say, "Well, you know what? We got to process them on U.S. soil, so we're gonna let them through." Mm-hmm. Um, but as you're seeing in all of these other places, New York City mayor is like four thousand. Illegal immigrants is too, you're overwhelming us. You know, we can't handle that many brown people. You've got D.C. mayor saying the same thing. And it's like, what do you expect? To, what do you expect to happen? What do you expect us to do with these people? Number one. Can Number two. Ugly. What? Yes. What do you expect us to do if you keep coming in and saying you have a right to let these people in our state and then you guys are going to freaking leave and you don't even want us taking them anywhere else? Yeah, it is amazing that they will cheer on the fact that they opened the door for these yep. this group, and then if we bust them to their city, they will complain about yeah. it. 
It really well, they don't have the revealing. resources. That's yeah. that's that's oh, overwhelming them. Stu. Yeah, these tiny border towns have tons of right. resources compared to Washington D.C. and New York. Uh, it's completely ridiculous, and um, you know this is a, a massive problem. The border is a is a disaster. Uh, you know, it's funny because you know there are problems with probably the rise of drone culture, uh, yeah. but you know Fox News has made great new, uh, great use out of this. In fact, they've caught so many things like this happening, and we're now seeing them because they they're flying drones over these areas and seeing all this stuff happen. Um, why would this be the approach? Why would the approach be to make this easier on illegal immigrants to come in if it's not legal? It's, it, they, they treat this as if it's, uh, they're, we're, they're, we're welcoming them to a barbecue. And I, you know, I, I, and I go back to this sometimes. I think about this a little bit, trying to look at it from the non-U.S. perspective for a second. If I were in Central America and I was looking at this, and I know America is the best place to be. It's the place I want to be. It'd be a better place for my family to go. I'd be able to get much better yeah, for the moment, a better economy and all these things. You know, I would be, I would be deterred by the fact that something was illegal. I wouldn't want mm-hmm. to cross that line. But when I look at that, I might reconsider. Yep. I might say, well, wait a minute. It's not really illegal. It's like right. speeding. You yep. know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, I might be bending the rules a little bit, but they're welcoming us with open arms. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem to be much of a crime. Maybe we should go. Mm-hmm. Well, Stu, there was a fence there, and that is, an, is even a farce, okay? Yeah. Most of these private properties don't have... They, I was on a 20,000-acre watermelon farm. There's no fence. There's a river and Mexico. Yeah. There's no fence. That's millions of dollars of fencing, okay, yeah. which they'll cut anyway. So it's even a farce to think there's just a fence everywhere that you need to open a gate. Right. I don't want you to believe that because that's cockamamie nonsense too. Right. It's wide open, okay? I had a, a Navy SEAL commander on my show today, okay, that has been on five continents, that has worked, he's one of the most decorated, and he said, we have tracked every single terror cell that we have identified have had people cross the border in the last 24 months. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them. From North Korea, all of them. Mm-hmm. They are walking across. So don't of think they are. Don't think there's gates that need to be opened everywhere. That's one farmer that's probably a game farm with some exotic animals that has high fencing that paid millions of dollars. So you open a gate. The other farms, by the way, there's a water treaty that our beautiful Texas government signed with Mexico mm-hmm. that lowers the Rio water level six feet every night, every night to two feet. This is not a raging Mississippi that's hard to cross, okay? A child can walk across. And it's fifth. I skip rocks into Mexico. You can throw a football into Mexico. This is not this barrier. You know, it's really frustrating to me because, and I try to keep this show light, right? But it. <laughs> I'm starting to get a little scared here, guys, because we're talking about all of the inflation, you know, where, I mean, the Biden administration doesn't want you to know, but obviously in a recession, um, we're spending money that we don't have at the same time that we are allowing millions of illegal immigrants in our country who will obviously be a strain on our resources that we already don't have. It's like, what is happening to us? I mean, I'm, I really am legitimately getting really scared. Like we just did 740, $750 billion that they're spending on a problem that they're just going to continue to make it worse. Plus all of these people who are coming in, who are going to be, I'm sorry, but they're going to be a drain on, uh, on the taxpayers. So Look, I, I was not a, scary. I was not a person who thought and had high hopes for the Biden presidency. 
I did really? not come into this thinking this was going to go well. But really? Even this, even I am surprised at how terrible this yeah. guy has been. It's I mean, so bad. It's, it, yeah. it's incomprehensible. It has been a nonstop series of cataclysms since the guy walked into office. Because yeah. you think, how bad can they possibly yeah. make it in just four years? In just two years. Well, that's what I'm saying. Months. We haven't even been to two years. Yeah, and like, really, if you think of every major issue that we talk about on a regular basis, they're all much worse than they were just yeah. 18 months ago. Remember, the, guy, the yeah. guy pulling the strings has had a lot of experience because this is Obama 3.0. It's Obama and Rice that run this White House. I'm convinced. And they have a lot of experience and they've had a lot of practice. And they knew what they would have liked to have done and then they had got the opportunity mm. to do it and now they're doing it. So, uh, I mean, it is, it is wake up hour like it's never been before. And in the, the military age young men that are walking across, and you're going to cover a story later, so I'm not jumping ahead, but CPS right now. CPS has a thing called CWAP, by the way, Child Without Placement. Okay? The Child Without Placement children are sleeping on CPS facility floors in our country. American-born children sleeping on the concrete. But we're welcoming the world's refugee children because we have a safe home for them. So says Joe that doesn't know what he had for breakfast. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Um, all right. Well, let me we, we got we got more to come. But uh, I want to thank new sponsor of the program Backbone. So gamers, listen up. I, Sue's a gamer. Ah, and, I wanna, uh, these are cool. This is really, really cool. If you're like I, we're all busy on the go. Right. But you want to play your game. Uh, you've mm. got to level up your game with Backbone. This is a universal gaming essential that instantly enhances your gaming experience on mobile device. So it's look. Show that. That is really cool. That is so cool. So I, so we've got one. Uh, you put it on your, you know, obviously your phone goes in the little, in the middle, and it turns your phone into the gaming device. So you plug it into your iPhone, and you can enjoy all of the console quality controls as you play console games. You, you're doing it by uh, remote play or cloud streaming services and uh, app store games. So, like, what's your favorite PlayStation game? Well, like, I have a PS4 that I've okay. had for for years. Like, I like, you know, play, I like some sports games mainly, like yeah. Madden and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, like, I just, to get the thing launched and get up in the room, I, I'm never going to do it. I yeah. rarely ever play it. But, like, to have it where I can just kind of go on my mm -hmm. phone when I've got 15, 20 minutes... Because playing the game on your phone with a touchscreen, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's so hard. It's right. so clunky. Right. You need the real controls. This yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna get you one. I'm gonna get you one. Yes. You, I'm gonna get yeah, you. Yeah. I love this idea. You know where I'm gonna go? Playbackbone.com/news. Uh, you can get free access to over 350 console games and perks if you go there now. Uh, it is Playbackbone.com/news. Yaku mentioned CPS, Child Protective Services. Uh, they fired an employee last week after cell phone footage surfaced of the worker telling a hungry 14-year-old girl who was in foster care to become a prostitute in order to feed herself. Watch. She's a mother of nine, um, and she does have a daughter who has had some behavioral problems. That's why Keisha Basley turned to Child Protective Services. But then her 14-year-old daughter told her when she told a CPS employee she was hungry, that worker told her to become a prostitute. The daughter recorded the CPS worker on her cell phone. I was out there. Been because the worker had been, in fact, telling her, this is how you can make money. You need to do this. I used to do this, and you could do the same thing. You're basically telling a child that lives in a hotel, you can make $1,500 a day if you're a prostitute. 
Right. And, and also, it might be something you want to do if you want to eat. Be a real hoe is uh, what she said. That was the quote? Mm-hmm. Be a real hoe. Be a real hoe. Hmm. Quite it's the, great. Yeah. It's like a really bad version of Indeed. Uh, <laughs> I don't think uh, that's this is a good recruitment uh, device. No. Uh, not, I, look, I mean, I, I, there's so many problems with CPS. I know you've covered, so you guys have both many. covered them for a long time. But it's, it is shocking to see something like that. I mean, just from a self-preservation standpoint, you'd mm-hmm. think you wouldn't want to tell someone outwardly they should become a prostitute when they're 14 years old. Uh, but uh, there doesn't seem to be any line for a lot of these people, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and Yaku, what is the answer? I, I, I want to I get it from you because I know you've dealt with these agencies a lot and it just really feels like the people they're attracting to work these positions are just not good people, right? Is it the pay? Is it the uh, education well, and well, training? Like, what is it? Well, it's, it's all of it. Yeah. I uh, had a CPS. We, we work with CPS almost daily. Yeah. We fight trafficking every day. It's what we do. Uh, in this case, I'll tell you about this, but yes, we have CPS workers right now. They've been working there five months without pay. Without pay? Without, without pay. pay? Some, yeah. How? Some of them, exactly. CPS is classified. So you have level one, two, three, four, five in a child. One and two are children that are adoptable. So let's say, a ch- and they get about, for a level one and two, they'll get $155 per day per child that a facility houses, okay? If you get a level four, it goes up close to $16,000 a month per child. So let's say a child is classified level four, cannot be adopted, and that child really wants to get healthy and happy and feel better. And you have a CPS worker that actually cares about the child, they will not let that child improve on record, on paper, to become a level three or a level two to get adoptable because they will lose tens of thousands of dollars per month. So if you're a good worker, you get penalized in CPS, mind you. You get fired if you're a good worker and you report the crime. Mm. For the first time ever, we have a CPS worker that's a whistleblower in our documentary, Selfless Plug, Shameless Plug, that launches October 6th, and she bears all. She's a CPS director, and it is riveting what is going on. That worker is testing that child. That That is a pedophile testing a child to see if the child reacts and says, okay, how can I? And I'm telling you, that person that's telling that child to become a hoe is trafficking children in the system. And if you see how many CPS children are sexually exploited and trafficked, look at this documentary. It's going to blow. It's going to blow the lid of this thing. But they, so, so good employees, they don't pay them. They drain them out of the system. If you are a whistleblower internally or you just report abuse, mm-hmm. you get fired. They'll shut a facility down. They'll rename the facility because a lot of the CPS facilities are actually private practices. They're for-profit corporations. Mm. 80% of them funded by China. Takes about 10 million plus to get a facility up and running, and it's funded by Chinese money. 80% of them, it's private. If they get shut down, they reorganize, they change the name, they get rid of any employee that's actually for the child that reports malpractice with medicine, with abuse, with record keeping. They drain them out, they let the filth come in, right? And there are really good people who work in CPS who are fighting for the kids, but they get rid of them. Why, why, is China, why is China investing in It's this? a really, really good business model. It's an incredible return on an investment. If you fund a CPS facility as an LLC, that's, it's a corporation, mm-hmm. and you're contracted out, it's an incredible return on investment. They form REITs, for those of you in the real estate market, they form REITs. Mm. It's a really, really good model. But for the same token, 
Don't get kids healthy. Right. Getting kids healthy is less money. Right. So kids would fight for, I just want to be adoptable, meaning level one, two. Mm -hmm. I just want to be, no, no, you can't. We're going to go down from 16,000 a month to 2,500 a month. Mm -hmm. No, we think not. So we'll keep you in the system. And by the way, if you're in the system level three and up, they rotate you every 90 days. So every 90 days, you're in a new environment, new system. Can't get your GED, sorry, can't get your your, uh, high school diploma. Mm. They won't allow you to get a GED. So the system is so broken, I can go on for years on on CPS. Yeah, geez. Well, I can't wait for that that documentary to come out. Where do people go to get it? Yeah. We will announce it next month. We're gonna okay. we're gonna do something here, but it is October sixth at eight p.m. worldwide release. Mm-hmm. It's called Sex Nation. Make sure, make sure. Let's make sure that we, we that we announce that. And on it this travels seventy too. years. It's the last seventy-two years of American history on sexual immorality. All right, we gotta take a break. We'll be back. Don't search for that before. Yes, yeah, you're gonna end up on a totally different don't. site. No, there's a website. <laughs> I just. All right, Stu, what do you have going on on your program today? Well, I mentioned earlier that Brian Stelter would be valuable if he actually looked at the media honestly mm-hmm. and, like, for example, called out the Inflation Reduction Act. Uh, mm-hmm. So I decided to just do that show. We're going to oh. do that show tonight, and we're going to call out everybody in the media for what they did, how they lied about it during it, and how they have been telling the truth since and how frustrating that is. We also have some really good stuff on ESG tonight. And uh, I, I believe Rob Eno is going to come on the program uh, he came on months ago and said, when Brian Stelter gets fired, I'm popping this cork of champagne and drinking, having drinks on the show. So I that believe that's so happening. You missed it earlier when I asked, well, <laughs> who's the host that would do that show? And what I wanted you to say is, well, me. We already do it. <laughs> so yeah, it was you. you. Yeah. It well, was you. It will be tonight, for sure. Wow. Well, uh, make sure so to tune us. in. Yeah, tune in to that uh, tonight on Stu Does America. Also, make sure that you are subscribed to The Bottom Line uh, with Yaku Buyens. It's J-A-C-O. B-O-O-Y-E-N-S for those of you who are listening because I always get that question they ask me. Um, All right, well, just one last time. A moment of silence for Brian Stelter. All right, that's enough. We'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.